0: Salutations, salutations, salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show,
1: The Dell Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and And it's the episode Clever, the man with many endeavors, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Dell time, peace, love, happiness, all that. What's popping today, man? What's going Listen, on? Bro,
0: like, yo, I don't know. For those of y'all that may not have heard the first episode, I want to like, let y'all know a surprise. About their time, I promised y'all a hot 16 next week. He said said he's going to go ahead and put something together for the people, even though he said he didn't even write like that. But he's going to throw something together for y'all and have a hot 16. So it's going to drop next week at the beginning of the episode, the middle of the episode, the end of the episode. I can't promise you where. But it's coming for y'all, man. He gonna try coming. to peel, throw some together. It may be sixteen bars. It might be eight. He gonna put some together because he's tired of y'all burning crosses on his lawn because he be just hitting y'all with these like Vienna
1: sausage wraps. So hitting y'all with it, man. Why you make that face? they of Vienna sausage wraps. <laughs> That's fucked up. That just sounds like that's the shit you saying. That's the shit that you putting out there in the rumors. <laughs> the rumors you're putting out there. Nah,
0: bro, it's in the DM. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever
1: said that. Nobody even even sausage in the words. As I
0: said, people, as I said, chicks used to throw panties and bras in the DM and take yeah, pictures yeah. of drawers. And now people are just sending pictures of flaming shit piles. <laughs> <laughs> shit is
1: ridiculous. <laughs> lame ass half wraps. Yeah,
0: man, like a, a a big a big Safeway bag. Full of boo-boo to the top, spilling over, just on fire. Human,
1: human feces at that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Human, human,
0: human. They did it themselves. Hell of, fans. Hell of I, fans. I'll show him. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of them got together and just boo-booed in there. They took turns. They ran a train on the bag. They ran a boo-boo train on the bag. Ran up train. You next go oh, Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up you know, before got, it gets cold. I got I got the mud, but. Hurry up, man! We may need a new bag. Now we gonna use this one. You gonna show me mean business? (laughs) And they lit it on fire, and they sent me a video of it. I feel
1: sorry for that nigga who got to carry it because that's sad. And they left it in the
0: chat. It wasn't one of those videos where they'd be like, "Play Mm. once or play twice." No, left it there. It says, says "Keep in chat, bro." Yeah, yeah, that's nasty. so y'all, y'all ask and we listen, so it's on route, man, it's on route. But mm-hmm. we got a very, very, very special topic for y'all today, along with a very special contributor, an especially special contributor who has got his ear to the ground within this industry. As some of y'all may have heard, the Hollywood writers have went on strike, and yeah. as of June 30th, the Hollywood actors went on strike.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is the first time all the men have been on strike at the same time in over 25 years. Correct. about del thompson someone that works directly in that industry is going to give us some insight we're mm-hmm. going to talk about ai we're going to talk about contracts we're just going to get with it so hey man about del thompson give them the synopsis of what's happening to hollywood b
1: man you did a great job man so as you guys may be aware um entertainment man is getting has got a lot better for us as an audience but it hurts a lot of these writers out here um prior to streaming Um, You know, episodes used to basically run seasonal. And that meant that writers would work up to 40 weeks guaranteed. Um, When streaming came around, it actually reduced writers to only work around eight to 10 weeks on a set. So that really hurt a lot of writers because they could then kind of count on basically knowing that they had a job for at least half the year. To now, or most of the year, to now, where you are pretty much have to try to figure out how to get three jobs just to make sure you can make your high income. Um, So, when you ask why the writers are on strike, these are the reasons. Uh, Mostly it has to do with, of course, uh, not being able to get the residuals that they used to get because a lot of these writers used to be able to live off residual checks. Residual checks um, for just a regular network show you can almost be guaranteed up to $24,000. In streaming, you may get paid once and it might be only $400 for just that one time that you're getting paid, which is wild for a writer because a writer is now being reduced to not being able to put in their creativity. They used to be on set, like for shows like Law & Order, for Friends, these great popular shows that were all so cultivated by. When you looked at those shows, they had consistent writers on that show. So an actor could come in and say, hey, man, this line isn't really working for me. Can you change it up for me? And they can do that. But now, you know, a writer might work in the writing room for a little bit and basically won't even make it to production. They'll just only make it into the writer's room. And they wouldn't, and then there's steps into making it into a to making a, a a a production. So a production starts off with the writers room. It starts off with pre-production, then there's production, and then there is being aired. So when a writer isn't making it all the way up into the production room, they're also not getting their right hours that they need to get to their guild so they can get that guaranteed money because like this hurts mostly those new incoming writers that are coming in those people who are trying to do it's not hurting like big name people like that but it's hurting like writers like those staff writers and things like that
0: they'll give them a small a very small breakdown of what you mean by hours for writers guild
1: yeah so so qualifications, correct. So that's that's what it is. It's your qualification. Certain writers need a certain amount of hours to be met in order for them to get into the writer's guild. And the writer's guild is basically like a union. Like it's it's basically a union for anyone who's ever worked for a union. It is a union. Yeah. Ideally, it guarantees you whenever you work on a project, a certain rate, a certain amount of hours, and you're guaranteed these certain qualifications based on the hours that you work, based on what you've already proven that you can do. So, so that's the best way that I can kind of sum that up, but with streaming, it it is hurt a lot because now people don't actually get those residuals that they used to get because it's just, it can be streamed on a certain, it can be streamed on a certain uh platform and they're not getting the residuals that they used to be able to get. So that's, that's where it's hurting. That's where it's mostly hurting that because before you would get, this happened back in 2007 when DVDs were very, very popular. So when DVDs were very, very popular and people would go out and buy DVDs. So then now episodes weren't being ran. Uh, They wouldn't have like recurring episodes running. They wouldn't do rerun episodes. So basically that would affect all of the writers because they wasn't getting any residuals so that that was the first time that the strike had happened for the writers not the first time but that was a a strike that happened most recently the last the last the most recent strike and that lasted up to 100 days currently right now this strike has been running for 70 days and now now with the actors joining in we don't know how long this is going to last um a lot of us are not thinking about how far this may go and how much it affects entertainment i will say that big networks some big uh streaming platforms like netflix and all these other guys they're in the clear for at least up to 6 months because they usually write all of their projects all the way up there and so they can put it out in, yeah. in, in 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 spurts like fall season but fall season this like that but so they get it out the way um which is beneficial for them so they may be a little bit more pushing back right now because they don't they they probably feel like yo we got all this we, we got all this we can we can make this last for a little bit longer right. compared to like before it would be like yo writers on strike and now you don't have no writers to write the next episode or to help you out with this episode that you need to drop right. so so that's where that's where we're at right now. It's a lot going on um just to just to kind of tell you a little bit more about like how it really affects a lot of these writers is because like this, this is one story I heard. Um, Imagine this, you know, your show that you roll on wins Grammys, wins all of these, wins all of these nominations and Oscars and all of these awards for for, for everything, right? But you as a writer have to rent a bow tie. You as a writer have to catch an Uber to get to the award show. That's what's happening to a lot of these writers. This is what they're fighting for. They're not getting, they're being forced to move to states, not states, to move to cities like New York or California, where that, and they're telling you, oh, you're going to have a seat at the table, but then you get there and you only work eight weeks. So you're giving up a life to come and go live somewhere where the cost of living is totally expensive. And if you're barely making any kind of money, how can you afford to live there? And that's what's happened with these writers. Because before you could become a writer and it was a plan that was based out. That said, okay, hey, you start off as a staff writer, when you as a staff writer, then eventually become, you become the storyline, you become the person that does the storyboarding. Then after doing the storyboarding, you become I uh, forgot the next level of the writer, but it's like you, there's levels to how you would eventually move up when you would become when you'd be going as writer thing. Now you might just begin stuck out as a staff writer. You might have did one episode when you just did a staff writing thing and it might not even mean that much, and you don't even know if your shit got used. But so it, it's very effective it's very and actually you know what's funny enough it's actually one of your favorite uh, your favorite shows Ryan that uh, that was the first streaming show to really set all of this shit off which was House of Cards oh really yeah House of Cards is what set it all off so when House of Cards kicked off House of Cards is because you know when writers when they used to write before all of the streaming stuff when they used to write they would write like based on they used to have to write because they would have to write like to try to anticipate commercials but right. when streaming happened you no longer have to anticipate commercials so now you get now you're not really writing a 30 minute show you're maybe writing about like 20 something minutes right yeah but you're you're, you're kind of changing it up a little bit so that's why now shows are they have way more episodes they'll have way more episodes in a season or they have way more seasons. But you know the, the shows. They're a little bit. They're a little bit less. They're a little bit this. There's a little bit more creative stuff in it, but there's a little bit less. So now you really only need writers for so long. You don't need. You only need them for like a little bit of time. But that's the like, I, and that's what because, where, because
0: that, essentially, because essentially, I get what you're saying. So essentially, like <clears throat> this is interesting. So like this is just a rough example. If you're writing a like a week to week show, unless it's like unless it's, I mean, you still gotta write. You still gotta write a. You still gotta write a Breaking Bad like a show. But let's say if you're mm-hmm. writing Law and Order, right? You're writing yeah. Law and Order, or you're writing Seinfeld. You're writing it for it to air weekly with commercials. If you're writing House of Cards for ten episodes, you're writing a ten hour movie. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Do, so when you do it like that, to your point, to your point, we haven't touched. We haven't touched on this part. yet. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But to your point, that's when you get into like the Chat GPT AI shit. Correct. Because if you be like, yo, I, uh, right, I need an episode about an assault with the star and an episode about an assault with a garbage man. If you like law and ordering it through, right? You need ten different 10 different you need 20 different episodes. But if you're like, hey, I need a I need a uh I need a movie about a shady politician that's
1: gonna last over the course of 10 hours. You tell the computer that it's I, didn't, not even easy think, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Cause honestly the writer's guilt is very different from it's not very different. It's along the same lines but it's all about protection more than anything. So right. the, writers are, the writers are fighting for protection because they don't want to go there and then they're not able to get long term money. Because a lot of these people, they can live like you work on a show for 40 weeks. Right. And you can live off your residuals up until you get another job. Right. So, you can get your rent paid on your residuals. And then while you're looking for another job or you're writing up some more shit, you can live off of that and mm-hmm. just not even trip. But now they don't even get that because they're not even, because they're getting paid out in one lump sum. They're getting one deal, that's it. And then they're done. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so then and they might, like I said, it might be like $400 that they get. So, you're trying to, you go write somewhere and for, you'll sit in the writer room for eight weeks and maybe you only get a one check that's $400 compared to, like I said, back in the day on a network show, you would end up getting up to 24000 so you got twenty four thousand that just coming in every month, like every time. Because what what happened is, is every time your show would every time your show would air, bam that's, residual, bam, that's a residual. Bam, that's a residual. Bam, that's a residual. But somebody can stream your shit as many times as they want, and you don't get paid for that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, so it's it's a very different thing. There's and then now that we're starting to do a lot of the cut the cable shit, it really fucks off on a lot of these guys. So they're not yeah. getting paid for this shit that's happening on these on on these on these streaming platforms. And that's why, that's why I think the the actors did jump in, because they also started realizing like, yo, if they can cut them like that, they can do that, they can do us like that with this AI shit, where you come and you bring me in, and you're not protecting me against AI shit, because what happens is you bring me in, and then you say, okay, we need you to do this, say this, say this, say that, and then eventually they go and do some AI shit. And now they got this person doing all this shit with a light character that looks just like you, but you didn't do none of that shit. All they right. did was just you use your likeness and you don't get paid for that shit because they didn't use you. They only use you for this amount of time on the film. They only used you for 10 hours, but the film needed, but the film was filmed for 30 hours. So you didn't get shit paid. You know what I'm saying? Like basically like you're fucked off and then you're not getting benefits. You're not getting, uh, it's a lot of shit that, that, that's happening. Actors aren't getting residuals. They don't get residuals now, so these are the kind of things that these guys are facing, and that's really fucking up. Like Fran Drescher, who is the uh, was pretty much the the uh, the front the face person of the sag of the sag uh, the sag strike, is 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 really fighting for this man, and a lot of people are trying to say, oh, you know, they need to just be happy. They're not, they're asking for, they're asking for too much and all of this shit. And that this shit that like, every time that they go sit down at the table and they negotiate that basically the actors are asking for too much. But I'm saying, man, look, do we really, like you got people who are real desbians? Like this is what they've done. This is what they invested their, th- this is what they invested their their life in do. Like you, like what if you're a lawyer and then all of a sudden they take away lawyer shit and tell lawyers no we're just going to have a robot tell us whether this person's guilty or not we're going to tell the, the, tell the we're going to tell the we're going to tell the the uh the robot everything that the criminal did and then he's going to say well that person's not guilty or not but you know what that would do to lawyers what if we did that for doctors what if we did that for all of these other particular fields i know that actors might seem in a lot of ways like oh they make a lot of money why do we don't need that bro they need that shit that's what they have done That's what they've done. And I don't think, I think we, I think it won't really hit the fan until after about six months until probably around like, I would say by, by December, we'll feel it. We'll feel that ain't no more shows being written. And you know what I mean? Like shit is happening. And I'm hoping it don't go that long. I'm hoping they can eventually uh, settle this shit sooner than that. But it does look like because of basically how stacked up a lot of these streaming platforms are it may go that long the
0: great synopsis good brother i think it's an interesting very very interesting situation because because this is one of those things where it's one of those things where this is where this is the it's not the consumer's fault yeah it's not the consumer's responsibilities but it's the consumer's fault because we don't want commercials, so we watch we watch Seinfeld on Netflix now. Yeah. If Netflix was out when if if Netflix was out when Seinfeld had first went off the air, Jerry and them wouldn't be that rich. <laughs> like oh. if the Netflix was out when Friends and them first went off the air, the Friends cast wouldn't be that rich because, as Dale was saying earlier, the residuals were crazy for that. Right. I think what's interesting is that we don't necessarily want those commercials and we want things fast and we want to be entertained and mm-hmm. when it comes to these situations where we every we all count we society is a pocket watching society and we only watch people's i'm gonna speak in hyperbole we only watch people's pockets that have more money than us right if people have more money than us they quote unquote don't have problems From what I gather, the only streaming service that's actually making any bread is Netflix. Like they're Mm -hmm. making a huge amount of bread. The rest of them is like the rest of them are breaking even. If they put ads inside of your services, you don't want those ads inside the services. If you watch a Law and Order episode on NBC and they put a Lexus commercial up and then put an NFL commercial up and then put a Coca Cola commercial up and then put a game commercial up, that's money like for the show and that's money for the actors. But when you put Law and Order on put law and order on netflix that residual that residual is being kept inside of a black box because streamers don't want to share their streaming statistics because if the stakeholders see it they may get fearful and pull back yeah they're having they're bumping heads in the air where it's like well tell us how much you're streaming well we're not making that much money all right well show us well we don't really want to show you how much your show is popping because your show ain't really popping. If our stakeholders find out they're going to pull back and the stock is going to go down. Now we don't believe you. We want to see it. And I don't even really understand how it's one of those things where it can be done. I just don't know how to do it. Right. It's like people have a problem with capitalism. Like I don't know the other alternative. Right. But when it comes to this, it's really, it's fascinating because bro, I was watching, I was watching temptations. Right. You've, I'm sure you've seen this movie a thousand times. And they're making the records and they're in the studio together and they go on a tour to do their Motown thing. Everyone's really excited. And I'm like, damn, bro, there was a time where these dudes are performing live. And the only way you could see them performing, only way you could hear that song is if you got the money, you have the money to go buy the record and have a record player at your house, or if they play it on the radio, or you got to go see them. You have to sit in front of the radio to hear that song or go buy some shit or go buy a ticket. Yeah. Now, everything's accessible. Because I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, these dudes look so fresh. Why were they so fresh back then? Because they're putting on a performance. Every they time. Ne- this city never going to see them again. Ain't no YouTube, yeah. right? Yeah. But now, since everything is streaming and everything everything is so compatible, it's almost in a way where I just, I wonder how you even do that. You mentioned 07, bro. And I remember a time I was working with this OG, R.P. my homie, Jerry Cox. He was telling me, he said, man, we're in, a, we're in an interesting place right now. He's really in the visuals. Said, we're in an interesting place right now where they're trying to decide whether 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 DVD is the way to go or if it's Blu-ray. It's a split. I don't know if I'm going to DVD or I'm not really sure yet. And I'm like, all right, all right, cool. And I thought that was interesting. We talking about handheld, this like, yo, I went, to Hollywood, I went to Hollywood Video to rent all the Sopranos to watch them back to back to back. I had yep. to rent DVDs to watch a series. Yep. Now it's online and the cold it's part is it's like yo this strike is a little bit different than the other one to me in my eyes because bro like before when if we not creating nothing I'm like what are we really gonna watch in 07 right. uh we what we gonna watch netflix netflix was still sending dvds you can go to hollywood video but now bro everybody got the got their favorite series they've seen a couple times i've seen lost twice i hate it I seen Sopranos yeah. three times, love. It. I seen Breaking Bad twice. I seen Game of Thrones okay. twice. Everybody got some shit that they can just watch again and again. So yeah. when that Hollywood exec was like, "Yeah, we just gonna starve them out until they can't eat no more, wait till everybody lose their home and so on," this is a quote from some exec anonymously. Somebody took notes in the meeting. I don't know who said it, but everybody hot about this quote and you're probably right because people yeah. gonna start crossing those picketing lines. And people that do cross the picketing lines gotta then sign the waivers so they can be used in per- in perpetuity. Actions yep. that I have. How do you pay people residual for streaming shows when it could be the same person watching the show? Like for example, if when Law and Order is on USA all day long, Ice mm-hmm. Tea, Ice Tea, and all them they getting breaded, and you get the NBC episode, and then it goes to the USA, then goes to TNT, and you got it on TNT USA nbc so you know when the you know when the broadcast network plays the show if i watch the same episode usa is still choosing when they want to show it to me but if i'm just right. sitting back if i'm sitting back just if i'm sitting back bro, just running breaking bad for the fifth time i am consuming someone's art like do they just pay them more up front which is really which is really interesting because when it comes to a sh- when it comes to a song i get it because yo when it comes to a song, if that song is streamed again and again and again, you three minutes like I get that. But when it comes to like us watching the same things and it running in the background, is that the same like consumption level? Also, like the streamer, the streaming prices are crazy. Like they're giving 0.3 cents out per song, anyway. So I right. guess that that scale sucks, but they've got that figured out somehow. But when it comes to this, they I guess this is the issue, Dale. They put so much into the episode. And at that point, the actor's likeness is being used over and over again at that point, right? So I'm sitting there watching Aaron Paul on Breaking Bad a thousand times. He's not getting no bread. But if I play Lil Baby, he's going to get some money for it. So That's, how do you, like from what you've, you work in, for those of y'all that don't know I'm stitching, Dell works, works in finance for these people. Yeah. So Dale, yeah. what do you, what is there, is there a solution that you've thought of? Is this unfixable? Do we put our own selves in this situation, I'm gonna cut you off before you answer the question per usual, but I want to say this is really ironic that we the writer's been writing about AI taking over for hella long. We've been writing about it and
1: now it's, it's come to fruition. How yeah. do we fix this? Well, um, I think the first thing is this the first thing I think that we got to do is, well, not the first thing. This is this is these, I think it's a two part answer on this one, and I think like one of the things that can be done is this either pay up front. So in the deal that's made, you estimate what writers are going to get pure residual. So in the thing, it's like, yo, you, if you estimate your show is going to do really, really well, you got to say, okay, we're going to estimate that, you know, uh, for the first, for, for this long, uh, you guys are going to be able to make this amount of money. You feel me? But if your show ends up coming up to become one of our number one shows that is streamed up, then that can it's like a tier program. Yeah. Then then it then it gets to this amount of money. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, and then if you win and then if it becomes award-winning show, we're willing to pay this amount of money for residuals. Yeah. You feel me? But I think like overall, if you just set a flat rate on residuals that are going to be made for the streaming, I think that that'd be crazy. Like if you was like, you know what? So we know that everybody's basic, like you you go off the basics of what was already um what was already presented from what normally is made off network TV. So what people were getting for network TVs if the bare, the bare, not the bare minimum, but like the uh like the most the most common, the most common amount. So if the most common amount was 24,000, okay, so look, for 24,000, all the writers will, will at least make 24,000. However, if your shows becomes the the Handmaid's Tale, if your shows become these shows that are, are award-winning shows, then that ups your tier to how much you're going to be able to make on, on these particular shows. Because I think that shows how much you value the writers on your show. Then that makes your writers... Want to work hard and continue to work hard. Because if you're just making money, they've been making money. It ain't really like the same. But if you can actually give them like a tier program that they're actually working harder towards, then that'll that'll enhance them. Or you just basically get, or you come straight up and say, hey, you know what? Based on streaming, this is what you made. This is what you were able to do. This is what it was. So you you know, because you could, because the thing about it is, like I said earlier, you know when somebody has number one show. So that means you know how many times it's being, that, that how many, how, how often it's being streamed because you yeah cause... I'm, I'm sure that's what I'm saying I think when I from
0: what I from what I read from what I'm read from what I read they're really they're really secretive about their algorithm like they have the data they have they have it. It, so... I, they have it obviously I just when it comes to them when it comes to them sharing it like it they don't want people knowing what what is shit and what isn't shit which is pretty exactly interesting. which I when and I I guess I guess I can understand that on both ends because they also probably don't want people to know like which raw deals they got like if they like if they overpaid for a show and it bombed on Netflix, they don't want people to know that exactly. But that but that that show that's not doing well, they're still gonna put it on top ten watch because they want us to see it because they're trying to recoup the bread back for it. Correct. The guy the guy from Squid Games sold this show for two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Now, I didn't. I. I I that was a show that I watched before the buzz happened because I like watching just obscure shit sometimes. And then when yeah. I started streaming about the time I got to the end, then it was buzzing, just like Tiger King. I saw that shit before the buzz even popped off. But I think that if the buzz doesn't pop off for certain things and they cash out somebody heavily for it, may they take an L on it. But with what you're saying, as far as like having a streaming a streaming like reward system or just like a base residual be completely fair because it does sound like since the last time since the last time that there was a strike or or a a negotiation, people were unaware of how the technology was going to go. Like they just completely were unaware. One woman said for the actors, she said that they were able to get like the actors of the writers, probably probably was the writers on their last strike. They were able to get some type of internet revenue because Mm -hmm. in that, in one person argued heavily on her within her own you need to ask for this because they didn't know how the internet was going to go but she was like we got to do something we need something and this was like this was before a friend was in charge I believe and we yeah. got to get some that so they have something but who knew it would blow up like that like who who actually knew how how far that issue would go and right it's fascinating because the more and more this goes on bro the less people are, are less people are going to be needed for a lot of this stuff I mean if anyone's been to if anyone's been to a McDonald's lately if you go to like uh if you go to a McDonald's um some of them some of them don't have some of them have like two or three people in there and they have a bunch of like kiosks you can order from and then we got DoorDash so we're needing less and less people for certain things so I can see how we can get to a point where we need let Hollywood can just ex not exploit but can <laughs> uh Act, allocate their resources in a different way, as you will, especially yeah. because in 07 the the level of creators on YouTube is astronomically different. I watch I watch I watch more documentaries on you. I watch more documentaries on YouTube this quarter. Than I've watched mm-hmm. in my entire life somehow. And I love documentaries, but they got all these 10-minute documentaries about these random people I'll be watching. Like i be I fell into these wrestler documentaries. I found out that I found out that Shawn Michaels is really a dick in real life. I had no idea. I didn't even know that. I had no idea that that him coming out with 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 the diesel and razor Ramon, I didn't know that they was really like gang gang like that and causing problems, yeah. fighting people at bar. I didn't know, but I watched it. You know what I mean? So then there's other alternatives. So I think Hollywood is really like, all right, bro, do whatever y'all want then. Like I don't even care. You know, it's yeah. an interesting situation. Like and I think that the inverse of that is when I worked at H T during one of their one of their strikes, or when we almost were gonna get the strike. My mother was there too during a strike. And I remember like AT&T always worked it out. They always worked out, they always worked it out. But I would think around this time it would even be more important for them to work it out because people don't want to work. For those type of right. jobs so I think some I think in some places the union can squeeze it to, can squeeze it to the man and in some places it's like bro we don't even really like we don't we can just run the same shit bro we can yeah. go get somebody that, and they were talking about how a guy that was breaking it down talked about scabs and people crossing the picket line he was like the like guy was empathetic with the union saying hey if you think this is your chance to you know have your big break just know that would make you a scab and you should be respectful of the union and I get that. However, it's challenging to ask the public to feel bad about actors not being able to eat when there's somebody else in Hollywood that's been trying to make it for a long time that also ain't been able to eat. Exactly. So you can't tell somebody like, hey, don't go take advantage of the opportunity. I know I know you've auditioned 1,700 times and you always get to know because you're not the right typecast. But this ain't the time to cross this cross this thing because you got to be respectful, nigga. Please. So <laughs> you got to. That's how. That's how. When I worked at the agency, I, my first year there, they were gonna go on strike, and my mom was talking about what what happened if I crossed the picket line. I was like, Yo, I got, I got rent and bills. Yeah. Like, I'm. I mean, this this job cool for me. Like I'm making, I'm making. I'm making forty four, nigga, at twenty three years old, nigga. I ain't, yeah. man, I'm, crossing, I'm crossing, I'm crossing the, I'm crossing the line. Nigga. So it's it's an interesting dichotomy of who we view as who we view as the victim within these situations, based on the narratives we want to put together.
1: Yeah, I mean it is, a, and and I think um, I think it's it it is. I, I, ideally, though, the reason why I would say it's here's the thing it's hard for in this particular in this particular settlement it's, it's kind of hard because this isn't really affecting your big time actors this isn't affecting your big time writers this is affecting a lot of your 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 smaller writers and smaller actors yeah, which is
0: 95 right which is 95
1: so right. it's really fucking them over so you crossing over really could be like I, I get what you' are saying about the big break, but it's also like, bro, you 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 kind of like might not win either, because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're, you're, yeah you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna win. So it's like, like right now, what they're doing, their strike is fighting, because if it was like fighting for a nigga like Denzel, not no offense, I love Denzel, but I'm saying if it was fighting for Denzel, like nigga, you made, I know one of these movies thinking you made a hundred million, nigga, so I'm not, I'm you over here talking, well, do you need to pay me because I'm out here bro. like no nigga, you making bank. And I, even then, I, I mean, of course, we would feel something for him, right. but at the same time, like being a regular, motherfucker, he's like, though, like, that ain't that ain't a problem. Like, they playing, like, literally, they was on some shit, like, they paying these little, niggas, duh, 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 but they ain't paying me this. It's like, well, you made hella money, like, let these people come up, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like. For, for these new creators who are like breaking in and it's like, this is all you done done to get into this industry. You wrote for this shit. You did all of this shit. And now you're finally there. You went through, you went through these elite film schools. You done did hellish. Or you went to, you know what I'm saying? Or you, are, are not even film schools. Maybe these Ivy League schools and became a great writer. Yeah. And then eventually like you get there and it's like, bro, I'm not even making shit. Like I'm, I'm literally, this shit sucks. Like I can't even do nothing. You might take your talents to you too. You might be like, fuck it, let me take my shit to YouTube because YouTube's free. YouTube's YouTube will let me do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know, what, know. what I'm saying? They got their little bit of, kind yeah. of. I was going to yeah. say, they got their little bit of, like, disclaimers. What I'm saying at the same time, though, it's like, that's all you, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. all you. That's all you. You see your views in real time. You see your analytics. You ain't got to worry about shit. That's all you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. You can report what you want to report. You can do your little small strips. People are making bank off that. there's a lot of I think uh one of the guys, uh, what's my man's name? Uh oh my god. Uh he does he does a lot of skits. Uh, oh my god. He was he was dated uh he dated fucking Jess Hilarious. Um I mean it's doable. you talk talking about Country Wayne. Country Wayne, Country Wayne made money. Country yeah. Wayne made money off YouTube.
0: Yeah, I mean it's I would say I would say it's one it's 100 percent doable. I, yeah. I get it. You and you probably and you're gonna have to take your talents like you're gonna have to awesome. do something. I mean, you know what I mean? And I just think when it comes to when it comes to you striking, you gotta do that to get you have to do that. I was I don't know if you guys have watched the American Gladiators documentary on Netflix, which is dope, but they they got to a point where they got to a point where they just that, wasn't, they, wasn't, they wasn't getting paid right and then they were getting paid right. And then like the collective, the collective of them, the, the original, the OGs, they wanted to go on strike. And the new booties was like, no, nah, we don't want to want to go on strike. So then you had like a half strike. So mm-hmm. then so then there wasn't really any moves made on made on the, the studio head goldmeyer. But yeah. if everybody stepped out, then that's how you get that's how you get the effect. And you're that's always you gonna have scabs in situations, like even during our like NFL and NBA strikes. We have it hasn't gotten that far. It hasn't gotten that far ever, but the ref, the NFL, the NFL refs went on strike, I don't know, a little bit close, maybe close to 10 years ago. And people was pissed. Mm-hmm. The calls was the calls were bad, but they was like, these dudes don't know what they're doing. And they had to pay the refs. The NFL has went on strike before. It's been a it's been a while, but they had scabs across the line because they're gonna try to sell whatever they could sell. And Hollywood gonna do it too. Hollywood, Hollywood gonna be calling back random people that have that have always wanted a shot, that ain't got a shot. Like, hey man, look, we're gonna use your we're gonna use your face in perpetuity. We're gonna give you five bands for this. Somebody gonna be like, "Nah, I'm gonna just sit back and wait because I don't want anybody to be mad at me later on." Like, no, you're gonna are say,
1: they gonna oh, reach man, out? Some be hungry. I mean, are they gonna reach out to some writer who ain't ever made it? Like, yo, we 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 appreciate the script. You said this, this is a great script. We thinking about using it for Black and Mirror, or are we thinking about using it for this, or thinking about using it for that. Like, especially like these things where, where it's not even necessarily you got to follow a certain script. You just might have to like. Just add, add add another story in, right. you know what I mean. You just looking for that right story that'll fit good in with your shit. So yeah, you're right. It, some people will take it, and some people they'll they'll probably be quiet about it and not say nothing. Like you always got to get paid. You know what I mean? But yeah, cause I, I mean, cause I I don't cause here's the thing, like everybody
0: everybody got to eat. Like we in a mm-hmm. circle of life, and we're like we yeah. only respect we we only respect the circle of life. We watch the Animal Channel or the History Channel or Discovery Channel. It's whole thing like like everybody. Everybody got to eat. Like even the tiger, the tiger is going to eventually get hunted by some white dude that wants to hunt a tiger. And then that white dude is going to end up getting drugged and sexually assaulted by a stripper in a Motel (laughs) 6 while he cheated on his wife. It's a circle of life. That's just how things go. It just works itself out in that (laughs) manner. So we can't really, we can't be mad at the circle of life. That's just how it goes, man. (laughs) But Dale is going to do his absolute best to make sure heap y'all posted what's going on. I'm gonna ask you the over under as far as how long this strike can last. I'm saying we over over 200 days or under 200 days.
1: I think we go. I think we. I, I think we go over 200 days.
0: So you so you're saying it won't be fixed before 2024.
1: I don't think so. Damn. All right. I don't think so. I mean, not with not i think the more that the 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 studios push back it makes more that the demands for the writers and the and the actors are eventually are going to they're going to push they're going to continue to say okay they're trying to hold out to say you need us you know what i mean like you need us and then the and then the and then the studios are saying now we already got this like they it's like having hella money and being like like I got hella money over here and you think like you think I need your rent money. Like, nah, nigga, I can I I, I my savings to help me out right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll last it out until until something. So that's what I think is going on. I think like the, the studio is just waiting it out to be like, y'all going to be in like you mentioned. We well, y'all we going to make y'all hungry enough, but they also going to be like, well fuck it. And then because it's such a public thing now, even though it's not as public as it should be, but I think the actors joining in it's really helping because yes, right now these are these are the these are not the the a celebrities that are really joining, but they will join in eventually. They have to show in some kind of like they have to show in some kind of unionship in this as well. And when they join unionship, I think that that's really going to that's going to uh, that's going to give more life to this strike, in a sense of like that they will that they will be like okay, now we really got to run the front lines because now. You know what I mean? Like we got the big names behind us, so that means we got to go full force on this shit and really get what we want to get out of this. And yeah, uh, I like,
0: the,
1: what? I was gonna say, like especially this not being happened since the last twenty five years, the writers and the and and the um in the in the SAG actors joining together, I think that it's huge and it may last out longer because they're really gonna show us that what it's like to not have entertainment.
0: I mean, okay. I think I it's interesting that we come from both different sides of the contrast. You work in direct payroll and talk to these people all the time like you know all the finance and and then when it comes to where I'm at because I'm around because I'm around like a lot of these entertainers, um not Hollywood niggas but people that want to be on all the time. They just are just <laughs> not like, Hollywood actors, just, just niggas just,
1: that want to be around
0: all the <laughs> time. They just they're just a dime well, a I don't know what it, I don't know. I don't know that many people like specific credits. I just mean like I, okay. So I was, at a, I was at a New Faces comedy competition the other day, right? I mm-hmm. wasn't on the comedy competition. I was just there uh, hanging out at my home club, Alameda Comedy Club, and there was so many of them. Like it was so many like quote unquote new faces. That's you're supposed to be a new face if you're under two years. I seen I seen people there that have been to a comedy for like over five years in New Faces competition. They just there just because they don't want to compete with the next veteran competition. I'm like, damn it's so many of y'all. This is wild. So anybody to take that, you know? And then one of my homies was genuinely upset because he didn't win, and I was like, yo, um, you feel like you was the best? He's like, nah, but I was better than like five of them. I was like, well, you don't feel like you was the absolute best, and like, and they only choose the top five. And what difference do it really make? You saying you could have squeezed, you should have squeezed in that five or six. Like, yeah, I would think. Well, if you, and so in the way, as mad as he was, I know he had take an opportunity to sell his face in perpetuity to get a movie. As mad as he was, pissed, he was pissed off. And I could see them being like, hey man, you wanna be in a uh, super bad too? We just made this shit yeah. up Hell yeah, I'ma show, I'ma show everybody what's popping. I'm like, yeah. all right, me, nigga. <laughs> so <laughs> me, nigga, that's cool. <laughs> 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 oh, that's
1: also, so also I
0: think I think there might be I think there might be a point, bro. There might be a point in some because there's people that's like very anti-Hollywood, all the all the I'ma say the ops, the ops in the days in our country right now that they'll I believe disney is trying to destroy america by putting black women in their movies (laughs) and those people feel like those people feel like hollywood those people feel like everything's been oversaturated with yeah with stuff Mm -hmm. and one thing i will agree with them is this i do think that i do think that disney did mess this up by oversaturating that marvel stuff i genuinely think so because what they started doing was like they started hiring people and then like catering to i'm sorry to use this slur but catering to nerdy ass niggas and now y'all got to y'all got a series where like every just random superhero that really don't nobody want to see it used to be a big deal when a marvel movie would come out or a series uh-huh. it was a big deal but now y'all giving everybody a series and don't nobody really want to watch that and now the actors have made the series and that actors want they bread anybody but ain't nobody watching that like here's the thing bro coldest part is i have a hulu package where hulu espn plus and disney is free I've logged in Disney twice in my life. I don't watch and I like Marvel. I don't want to watch, I want to see that series about that thing. About I don't watch this, this special series about Captain America's Janitor. I don't care about Captain America's Janitor, but nerdy ass niggas do like they gotta do 12 episodes with the teaser in Captain America's Janitor. Then the janitor's wife joins joins Superwoman in DC, and it's a crossover with Full House in their Urkel. <laughs> join Superman, and then next thing you know, fresh Ghostbusters. Fresh Belair. Bro, fresh. Nobody want to see the crossover. That's like, the, here's. I hate reboots, bro. But also, I, I hate just dumbass crossovers because you niggas is lazy. Like, <laughs> we just going to go in the A&P and put all the sodas in one cup. That's lazy. It's not a crossover. Back in the day, it was Suicide. Cool. <laughs> when you have when you had, you have perfect strangers, and they have Balky randomly show up on Family Matters like, "Hi, yeah. oh yeah. shit, nigga. Yeah. Like you, Billy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but now get the fuck out of my face! What the, I'm not trying to see Samuel L. Jackson just run up on Superwoman for I don't want to see none of that. Like keep oh. them in their movies. So I understand y'all making stuff and spending hell of money making it, and then people aren't watching it. Hell of and- money too. All the money. I saw this one thing where they made the Star Wars episode, some off of Star Wars. They put Lizzo in the episode. Yeah, that was I, dumb as fuck. Well. And then I saw like people complaining about it, and I was like, dude, was like, this is horrible. And I was like, how bad could this be? And I tuned it on, and I'm like, damn, y'all really put her in here for clout. Yeah. Like y'all, this isn't like this Working. isn't some, this isn't some Jennifer Hudson shit. This isn't. Oh, she sings and but put Jennifer Hudson's dope. She could act. But y'all just ready, y'all y'all literally put Lizzo in this for clout to say Lizzo's in it. That's what y'all did. And then y'all yeah. oh you talk the twerk you talking about Megan Thee Stallion. Y'all put Megan Thee Stallion the She Hulk thing to twerk just for clout. Oh, well, I was well, just playing. I was I, just playing yeah it no. Just playing. What's, they put Megan Thee Stallion She Hulk like just for clout. Like not even, let's do let's put a rapper in it because then we'll. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like parade and like run amok or chill with those anti woke people at all because they don't make no sense and they don't put any seasoning on their food. But some of the stuff they saying, you gotta you agree just, with it. You and then and then the coat. the code The coldest co- part is the coldest shit is you making the shit and you're dedicating it to the nerds.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then
0: you dedicate it to them. Fine, but then you mess their stuff up by putting liz on it. Now the nerds is mad.
1: Now nah, they hot, so the people you cater to ain't even happy about.
0: Like, bro, yeah. why y'all put her It's Like, bro, we made this for y'all. No, well, not, we know dude. y'all
1: based on the based on the streaming, y'all love Lizzo, so fuck it. <laughs> the we nerds like, go. bro.
0: The nerds <laughs> like, y'all reading the wrong
1: algorithm. But they, oh, right. and they
0: start because no, but you're right. They start putting all the streaming together. Like, well, she popping this, popping. Let's just cross over, cross ah, over. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's the equivalent of niggas in the street. Like, you know what we should do? We should drink four loco and do crack and, fit and all. Crossover, right. crossover. No. crossover, cause it's crossover. Now you, now you on the corner, dead. Because of a because of a crossover, you gotta, of a and you got you got a crossover, you got a crazy twerking over
1: you. Buddy. Twerking over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think a four loco and crack, and fitting it don't. Four, <laughs> four, <loco. laughs> four loco, four loco, four loco that's dumb we loco. a loco loco. (laughs) why would you dance
0: hey man listen (laughs) let me let me uh, go ahead and get y'all this 48 law for the day be law 18 do not build fortresses to protect yourself isolation is dangerous if you decide to isolate yourself from your enemies in the world at large you cut yourself off from valuable information this makes you vulnerable to attack. And I specifically chose this law today to congratulate my good brother, about Del Time. As y'all know, about Del Time, he goes to court, he goes to basketball courts here and there and scores 81 here and there. But most recently, the last several weeks, a couple months, if you will, about Del Time has been participating in a running group. He's been mm-hmm. running three miles every Saturday morning. And what you gotta do is you gotta get outside your house. And then create new networks because when you isolate yourself, you you cut yourself off from valuable information. About the time of someone that's blessed in America to get to work a remote job. However, sometimes when you are remote and you are hybrid, you get kind of comfortable at the crib. You get used to You nice. do your workout at home. Then you read, you meditate, you do it, and you need to do, you eat healthy, but somehow, some way, you're not getting all the information you can from like the people out there in the streets. And, and you can get information on Twitter. You can get information on YouTube. You can do all that if you want to. However, there's something about live human interaction that everybody needs in their life to make sure you can get that specific information. This ain't my advertising for, we gotta go back to the office. No, I'm saying what you gotta do is get outside here and find these particular groups to just be around. Now, so I went to the comedy competition the other day. I wasn't in it, but I just had to be around. Soak it up, talk to people, exchange some information. So I just wanted to say, because this is something that about the time we're working on for. For a couple of years now since working remote like man i got to get into a group i got to get around some people i've been in the house too much when i got to get out here and get it and now he in the running group so man law 18 do not build fortresses isolation is dangerous so if you want one of those situations where you're like you know what i want to go to that party but i don't really feel like going to that party if it's a negative situation you want to be out all night i get it but if you get invited yeah. to like a little picnic or a birthday party today when y'all gonna hear this it's probably sunday morning right now if you get it i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this summer if you somebody's somebody been a homebody, tough this summer, you don't really want to do it because you just don't feel like it. Let's just say because you're 30 plus, don't want to leave the house. Maybe just step out, man. If they ask you to go bowling, go bowling. They ask exactly. you to go to the bar, and you're not like a you're not. If you ask you to go to the bar, you don't got a problem. Go to the bar with the people. If you don't want to go to that kid's birthday party, don't go to the kid's birthday party. I understand you've been the, you've been the seventh of them this year. I understand that. If they ask you to join a walking group at work, join a walking group. But Don't isolate yourself, because unfortunately, as I mentioned in the past, law, you always say less than necessary. But like the deflection of that law of sounding less than necessary is that when you don't say a lot, people think that you don't want to be involved. You can't make yourself you can't make yourself look like you're uninterested or you can't make yourself look like you're less than intelligent at times. All these laws have like all these laws have opposites to them. So I said the say less than necessary one. I gave y'all the reason for it. And then there was like a defect to it. Even for this one, there's a defect to it. But I'm only giving out the top of the log as of right now. So, man, yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to about that time for increasing network, getting out there, getting that fitness on, bro. We appreciate you. Law number 18.
1: All good. And then, of course, you know, as I stated earlier, I'm going to do a new segment where we introduce what Black people say. And this Black person name is Audre Lorde. Audre Lorde worked as a poet uh, an activist and set at the table for a critical dialogue um, on an intersection of race, sex, and structural and structural in inequality, inequality, and how those dialogues independent of each other are incomplete. This quote is taken from the title of Lord's essay, The Master's Tools Will Never Dismantle the Master's House. And that quote is. The master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. I thought this was super fitting for this particular episode because this is literally everything we just talked about. <laughs> so, and the masters are the studios, and of course, the tools are the writers and the actors. So,
0: that's a bar. That's yeah. that's a bar, man. That that's some. Um... That's some heavy thinking. Like you're not going (laughs) to, that's that's like the whole of nothing changes, nothing changes. Because Mm -hmm. if you can't, like they say this about certain jobs, right? Like you're not going to get rich working a dead end job because the dead end job is designed for you to stay at the dead end job. So I'm going to just work more hours, bro. stack up and I'm going to buy the company. No, this isn't designed for you. This isn't designed for you to buy that company. It's not designed. It's, <laughs> it's not designed, bro. They didn't do it in that way. That's why Bell Delta I said, "Man, go ahead and go to YouTube. Like, you, not designed for you. I'm gonna make enough money to buy Warner Brothers. No, no. You go to YouTube and do your own thing, and you write the scripts and you sell them, and you just build and you develop Tyler Perry Studios. You do that. Exactly. But they're not It's not designed. It's not designed. That's so wild. That's a good ass quote, man. Thank you. That's a good man. That's a good ass quote. When you think about that, just goes to show in certain ways, you're all, I think you're always, you're always gonna need of multiple resources. Not necessarily, and I won't even say, I won't even say multiple streams of income, but I'll say multiple resources because a lot of times, a lot of times people are like chasing their own tails. Like I'm gonna get ahead, I'm gonna get ahead, I'm gonna get ahead. But in reality, the people that are distributing you, those resources are not the ones that are going to get you out of that place where those are your limited resources. Oh, true. So you always see this on you know, LinkedIn where they'd be like good management, I think it's a Richard Branson quote where great man bad management trains you to stay and like great management trains you to eventually leave. Exactly. And that's why it's it's very rare. It's very it's very it's especially rare to run into a mentor that's like, yo, I'm gonna help you right now, I'm gonna help you get out of here. I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna see you here. Shout out to shout out to one of my shout out to one of my best managers of all time, McKean Coley, who helped me you uh, always talking about this guy? School. Man, that bro. <laughs> that, that bro, bro. Man. Because hey, the great manager should help you be like, yo, I want you to be better than me. I want to lift you up. Like, I want to put, he used to always say this shit, lift as you climb, the African proverb. So just be right. aware, be aware, be aware of the places that you're around and make sure that the resources that you're being provided are not resources that keep you stuck, not even on some golden handcuffs stuff, but on some. So, if I work here and I save up money and I go to school and I could get out of here eventually, like nah, that job and those hours aren't designed for people that go to school. Right. It's not, they're not designed for people to go, well, I'm gonna do this. No, you can't. That's not designed for that. Yes. So great quote, bro.
1: Thank you, great brother. Great quote,
0: man. That my mind is, my mind, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking mm. about every shitty job I have was so all I gotta do. All I gotta yeah, do, you- do is work ten more hours a week, and then I I'll buy this motherfucker.
1: <laughs> no, not, you won't. You it's gonna not buy lunch? They, to win. <laughs> you gonna buy lunch, nigga? Better lunch. That's about it, nigga. That's about it. Ten more why, hours a week. That's
0: why they be. That's why for some of the NFL players, they be hot. The the owners be hot when the NFL players, go and like. And like not rock with the agency that they want them to. Like when mm-hmm. Dez, Dez Bryant signed with Rock Nation and the Cowboys was hot, they didn't like it because I was the be beginning that. of the end. And what yeah, LeBron and what LeBron is doing with L- L- LRMR, that got the NBA hot. It's not it it's not designed. It's not designed for you to be able to do that. Like nah. it's not you're not supposed to come on with your friends and then they get educated and get the game, yeah. and then you take over. It's not designed. They'll never
1: let that shit happen again. No, they'll well, never. Well, it's too. It's too late. It, it's too late. But what I mean by never letting it happen again is hold on. They will never let they will never let this shit happen. Because LeBron did it hella smart. LeBron was like, all right, hey, Rich, like come in here, like Maverick, come in here, like, right? Like talk to these guys. They supposed to be the best at the game of this shit. And you go ahead and hang around them and learn all the shit you can learn. And then we're gonna start our own shit. They'll never let that shit happen again. They'll never let you be eric benet again they'll never let it happen (laughs) they go they're gonna
0: what they're gonna do what they'll do is they'll what they'll do is they'll find a way to like to jay-z it and i'm yeah i just think i'm I'm not gonna say that jay-z rule is wrong for those of y'all that don't know jay-z sold his his portion of the nets so he could open rock sports like you can't Mm -hmm. you can't own a team and own an agency so i think to your point though they may may put a law in there where you're unable to be so many degrees removed from an agency, but yeah. but but here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. LeBron and them and all the business people. LeBron and them so smart that LeBron is probably using Trump laws to not even be like involved in that agency. Those are yeah. laws that's made by them. Yeah. So whatever. That's LeBron, maverick shit. Right, right, right. LeBron is probably seven, seven, seven corporate, seven corporate like, uh, what's it called? What's those numbers called? Uh, the bi- business social security numbers away from that from that shit. Yeah. He's seven degrees. Like, sorry. Oh, F-I-N? whatever. F- I- F- yeah, I- yeah, man. Yeah. Like, no, I don't even know that's my son's shit. Yeah. Like, but so no, nah, you right. That's and, a
1: loan out. That's a loan out, cuz I don't even.
0: And that and that's and that's the thing, bro. Like, and that's the shit you're right about, where it's like if LeBron only, if LeBron only made NBA money, if he only made NBA money and some Nike money, never be near, never wouldn't be as close to owning a team and retires. Nope. Because you can't get by with their tools. But yep. You can, but you can commandeer their resources, though. Yep. So he's taking time. back NBA money. Yeah. Taking that shit back, and you already gotta pay fifty percent in tax from that particular bread, and all the money from your marketing team, and so on and so forth, into your agents. So LeBron getting that, uh, Ner- Nerlens Nerlens Newell, Draymond Green, Anthony Davis, they resign these contracts. Part of the NBA money that is paid, to Anthony Davis, gotta go to LeBron's squad. And that's yeah. going, go and that's gonna go on
1: forever, 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 yeah. So,
0: yo, forever. you can't, man, you can't take apart the master's house with the tools, man. It, it, so you gonna go on. ahead and have to do it, yo. So you gotta go get, go get your own tools, exactly. Go get. So that's, man, that's the best quote. Listen, I done known you, I done known you damn near fifty years, man. Listen, that's the best quote. That's the best string of words you've ever put together in your life. Shit's incredible. You need to man, you need to put that shit on your wall. Cause I don't, <laughs> man,
1: that quote blew my mind. that blew my mind. I'm tripping right now. Fuck, I'm tripping. Well, thank thank Audrey Lord, man. that she wrote it. She said Ooh. it. It was her essay. So might be a good essay to go check out.
0: That's <laughs> why. That's why. That's why that's why when people break out of jail, they need stuff smuggled in. Yeah. Ain't, ain't, ain't you ain't can't in do jail it. It's going to really help you get out of jail. That's a, that's a good. That's a you, good way to look you at you it. Have yeah. Got some shit smuggled in that you, you got to have this Yeah. You got to have contraband.
1: Contraband. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Contraband. <laughs> you got to have contraband. That's the only way you are going to do it. You got to mm-hmm. come through a cake.
0: You feel me? <laughs> Niggas are still putting the delivering cake with a file in it. <laughs> like it's 91 bro niggas age themselves listen man <laughs> hey yo i told i told my uh we was doing this thing for our interns at work or whatever and my uh my colleague was like ryan did you ryan why are you i was sitting on the side of the table like this one leg down with a sweater on yeah I said, ryan, why are you sitting like that i was like i'm just sitting here like an after school substitute teacher telling them not to do drugs <laughs> and she and then she laughed and i laughed and they just sitting there and she was like, I think you really aged, aged us with that reference. I was like, yeah, you're right. Drugs are right. legal now. You don't even <laughs> Drugs are legal now, for sure. <laughs> Ain't no after school teacher like, hey, Jimmy, don't be. Yeah. Don't As a matter of fact, anymore. the teacher's talking about, hey, but you got what I need. <laughs> hey, you got that shit right, Jimmy? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up.
1: Look it up. Where I Listen, need that fit <laughs>
0: With that four <laughs> loco, four <laughs> loco, four <laughs> loco, four loco fentanyl and crap down
1: bad. Oh, Listen, well. man. Y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us. Drink water, pay attention. Hey, man. And you made it this far right now. Make sure you like, subscribe, make sure you comment, tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your auntie, tell your cousin. And just know, man, if you made it this far, we here at the Dylan Ryan Report really, 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 really really fuck with you till next time. Peace.